you have to just think i'm not saying like it will happen or all the ideas will come fruitful just have to think a little different see what happens is if today you don't go out and do something different if it works out for you everyone will put a, a, a case study saying wow you know pranav did such a nice thing wow this is an example and when you fail these are people who will who will just get back saying oh he failed at it he's not even good at it and things like that the thing is for me that background music doesn't matter Right. It doesn't matter what the biggest sports agent in India or what Mr. X Y Z thinks of me and my work. Did I give hundred percent? If I didn't, I feel that it. I mean, go go for something else. Right. And uh, and usually, like if you give it your all, it happens, man. is the art of jugaad a show where we follow and trace the journey of some of the most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs athletes and more i'm pranav mani chinaswami and on the show today we talk about how abhishek sharma's passion for sport led him to work in the ipl as a cheerleader manager then joining a bollywood star's agency only to quit in 4 months starting a sports agency of his own running out of money and draining all his savings and losing his business partner as well After hitting rock bottom, an interesting chain of events led him to becoming one of India's youngest sports agents, successfully working with some of the biggest athletes, clubs, and brands in the country. All of us are passionate about something or the other, but very few actually end up pursuing their passion and turn it into a career. Abhishek did exactly this. He worked at various companies and organizations before realizing that his true passion lies in athlete representation. He grew up in the football crazy city of Calcutta and went on to pursue a degree in business management before a random conversation with an old friend changed his career trajectory. In Calcutta you have a culture where you know a grandfather would take his grandchild to a football stadium and watch the game and there are 60000 people so it's like a family legacy like how we talk about in europe where there are season ticket holders and you know so it's the same thing in calcutta we grew up with that everybody watches football school okay there were two things i was good at i used to do a lot of theater in calcutta so i thought maybe i want to be a screenwriter or as a theater actor want to pursue that and i was good in sports so i had like two options what to do and then i i said okay you know since i finished commerce in my high school i thought okay let's let's do a business management course you know let let's just see and i did business management while i was in my second year and i remember one of my friends he works in this very big event company and i reached out to him with a couple of my other friends who were also very keen you know on doing something cooler you know not doing some boring internship so he said you know you want to work in the ipl i said hell yeah you know tell me what do i have to do when i was in second year i did that internship that first ipl season for me this was 2012 and then the next year when i was in my third year also i did another internship this time with KKR see that build a foundation for me to learn in RCB i was the cheerleader manager sort of a scene okay there was one head guy and i was under him for the first year i think it was it was cool like chinnaswami is i think the only stadium where they serve you alcohol 
Okay. They serve you beer. So I would walk there and I would get free beers. I was getting paid well and I had the coolest job. Then when I went to KKR, that time I was completely working on branding and match entertainment. So what happened after you finished these two internships? I secured something with Mintra back in the day. And I worked there for exactly one month or two months and I left. I was like, no, like this is not my scene, you know. And I was trying to still figure out what do I want to do. And my parents were saying, why don't you go do a MBA? So I met this lady that I met every year in the IPL. She was from Australia. And she said, why don't you do a course in sports management? I was a sports management. Is there a course? What does that mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I pitched this idea to my parents. They said, it's stupid. Don't do it. <laughs> like... And somehow I had to convince them, but they had my back. So I go to IASM. I think in less than two weeks, I realized that it wasn't that good. So in two weeks of me joining that course, I realized, man, I'm going to get nothing out of it. I have to do it on my own. Now, the good part was out of 50 students, there were 10 people who came from different backgrounds in sports. And I had some sports experience, right? So I think the 10 of us made a very strong network. So I remember when I finished college, I landed up a job at two sports. The first athlete that I ever signed in my life, I signed a freestyle football player. I found this guy, freestyle was really cool. And I didn't know how do you sign a player and things like that. And I struggled with that athlete. I struggled. So right after this, you joined an agency owned by a big Bollywood star. And you also made them agree to a deal where in a year's time, they would create a sports management division and make you a partner. Now, that sounds like a dream job, man. So what happened? I left the job in four months. (laughs) So I just left it because I went and signed an international tennis player with them. They didn't know who she was. She was an international top level tennis player. And I fought with big agencies and I convinced her that I think that was her last one year of playing. So what was your pitch to her? Because you're still kind of new to the industry, right? How did you convince her? You see, there are a lot of big agencies that went in with a lot of money to her. But she was looking for someone who's committed to her. There are times where you meet players who are, they need that money. They need the number. And there are times where they need commitment. They need you to stand by. Maybe if they make a little less compared to what they can make, but they want you there. So, so I think my selling point was that. And for me, I told her, I have no other players. I represent nobody. So every day of my life, every day, 24-7, you are the superstar that I'm going to give my 100% to. And she believed in me. Bigger agencies had 10, 10 superstars with them. Or, you know, then, yeah. So I told her that you're not going to be one of the 10 that they have. So I signed her and I went back to the agency saying, I've convinced her and let's sign the contract. And they said, no. I said, I have signed the biggest star. For me, it was so big, man. But they didn't understand. And then they came back to me saying, why don't you do WWE licensing or something like that? It's not a professional sport. You know, sports and what I do, I'm very serious about it. You know, it's... So this is when you decide to start your own agency and take complete control over the business, right? Did you have any partners or anybody you had in mind that you wanted to work with? I called one of my closest friends who's also in the sports industry. So I called him and I said, bro, I've quit my job. Why don't you join me and we should do this? I said, I have a plan. We'll figure it out. 
he said i can't <laughs> so he straight up back then i didn't really understand now i do that entrepreneurship is not for everyone i the thing is what i am willing to put in maybe someone else doesn't want to like someone else doesn't want to leave a good paying job someone else doesn't want to struggle in those aspects and do things and so i was very limited in options so there was this friend of mine she was a intern uh, in my previous agency and she is exactly what is the name of your channel she's a jugaadu she was doing her mba and she was in her final year and and i said you know i have a offer you know you still have 6 months of college to go become a partner with me we'll have equal stakes and let's start a company and an agency so you managed to find yourself a partner then what happened so to make a private limited company the compliances are so much that if i would take two steps forward i had to go like four steps backward i came across a ca young guy from a very humble background i went to him and i said you know i need someone and this that and he quoted me a figure that i couldn't afford you know i said 100% after this conversation my thing this guy is mad but at least give me the time to speak to you so i went and told him that i don't have any money and i said i'm going to give you 5000 rupees and work with me and you know help me get through this and i told him with a lot of conviction saying i promise that one day when this agency takes off and he also found it very very funny saying bahut josh hai na you know and he's with me today first 6 months we struggled zero money I'm running out of savings. I have nothing, and you don't have a client till this point. We don't have a client. We've done some chota mota events where we got paid like five thousand, ten thousand. So that time Olympics were going on, and I was like, you know, let's sign female athletes. All the winners, all these female athletes are doing so well. Generally, athletes don't get support. Female athlete is another level of not right. getting support. So I said, okay, you know, the first player that we sign has to be a. lady and let's start scouting and let's start building on this process so sushila chanu she was the former captain of india during the rio olympics and she was one of the names that we had put in our list we did a lot of reading about her and she plays for the western railways and she's a ticket collector here in mumbai so i didn't have any contact with her how do i get a number what do i do this is where i don't know i think if the universe wants it to connect it connect so right. because i had played hockey i reached out to one coach in calcutta who taught me hockey he got me in touch with one of the railway hockey coaches wow. that guy got me in touch with a senior hockey player who plays hockey for the railways so using all that connect i reached out to that lady and i said i want to work with sushila chanu and i'm an agency and this is what i do and blah blah can you now make us speak Sushila and we want to do this. She really liked our idea. She liked our passion, and both of us went to the railway colony, and uh, that's where I met her. And I said, "We want to sign you." And and you don't have a client till this point. Our athletes don't get the basic things. Cricket is a Bollywood film, you know. Everything goes to like one superstar who works on a film. It's like that. But the real athletes who come out of it who are into running, who are into hockey, who are into various disciplines which requires physical exertion, which requires hard work. you know you can't have a bowl of rice and go play it's not that seen anymore so my first thing was getting basic collaborations commercials or whatever for the athletes that we sign like they have to have the basics covered for them to at least feel wanted and feel that oh instead of me using some running shoes i get 
a brand who makes running shoes and gives me this opportunity to do things and so for me getting that nutrition getting gear and getting these things were were important was getting deals for your athlete difficult at all now that you're uh, talking to brands on behalf of your agency and not a big bollywood stars agency see till when i was with a big movie stars agency that time yes yes you know yeah we'll do this but the minute i said that this is my own agency and i'm doing my own thing 80% said no some of them who understood took time but i would continuously reach out to people if you don't believe in your athlete it's even more difficult for an outsider from the industry to believe why will a marketing director or a brand manager with some big brand believe in the player that you're giving them they'll only believe if you are able to convince and you know your player is a star and a superstar or whatever and you need to have that conviction you know that's why i don't have 50 players and i'm happy with that i only get the ones that i know are like wow so that brings the conviction in me to go and speak to someone else saying you know this is a star and this is what we're going to do so you've signed sushila chano and you've also got her a few small commercial deals was it all smooth sailing from there my biggest struggling phase started then so i put in a lot of effort but the conversions weren't there so you were putting in the work but not getting the desired results that's the right way to put it so when you were thinking that it can't get any worse it does my partner wanted to leave she finished her mba and she got a job with unilever and she had taken a lot of student loan and whatever her personal things and the thing is just because i am crazy enough to leave everything and do this i can't go around expecting everybody else to do right. the same right? right so the thing with me was my problem is not how i'm going to make money my challenge was now how do i take whatever i've started to some level to have more clients you know how long in one whole year that i keep saying i have a women's hockey player and that's it then like how do i take it how do i get more people so when the business is struggling and your partner has left you you decide to take a break and and you travel for a bit you come back then what happened i was like now i'm ready so i think that was that period where i where i got some business in where i signed a lot of football players in the lower domestic league and i wouldn't really get any money out of it because they didn't get enough money for themselves what will they give me right. you know so i exhausted all my savings everything in the company little little revenue and i came to a point of time where it can be easy for me to just call my parents and say hey, i need money can you send and this that but my parents had done enough to support me so i kept coming up with something or the other something or the other you keep trying you keep trying always hustling so this is when you started trying to sign a few isl and i league players and then All of a sudden you managed to crack a big international transfer deal involving the player John Johnson to the ISL and I'm guessing that must have brought in a lot of revenue for you right uh, the thing with international players is they earn in US dollars so you get paid in US dollars as as whatever your commissions are so at that point of time yeah that one football transfer had happened for me i was working on an academy project that i built with a very close friend of mine back then then we never looked back what started happening was that first six months of not having anyone then having sushila of uh, going through another six to eight months of not having much i think all of that then started becoming fruitful now the company had realistic projects now the company had real revenue so i was in touch with gurpreet bhai when he was in norway so i've been in touch with him when i started my agency only so i was in touch with these players but only if there was something more realistic i would go to them 
So he was the captain of India in a game that happened in Mumbai between Puerto Rico and India, and that's when I was like, I'm going to work with this player no matter what. And it just happened that he moved to Bangalore. He made the biggest transfer move. Both of us were young, and then I started closing commercial deals for him. So he became the ambassador of that academy. uh that i was working with so there was a lot that we started doing in terms of work once i started having a steady there's a steady growth for my company in the market and we were doing well i got back to the policy of knowing when you do sponsorship the real value in sponsorship or when the player endorses a brand i never want to do a short term commercial deal like i am not one of those who will be like one instagram post or one tweet and one lakh rupees or two lakh rupees or things like that I rather build a three-year deal because what happens is that gives the brand and the player enough time to grow together. Right. Now, why is it beneficial for the brand? Is the brand once they sign a certain player, they're going to put in money to do PR, they're going to put in money to do marketing, they're going to spend money on the player. By the time that conversion comes in, that takes time. So I think that's what worked out for us. So that's why most of the deals that I do are. long term they are not short term and even the player has that sense of security and the sense of knowing that every year i am growing with this brand and they also get a consistent source of revenue it's not a cricket approach you know it's not a bollywood approach where today someone is drinking pepsi and tomorrow they get out of contract and they sign with coca cola like doesn't work like that and the thing is where a lot of agencies make mistakes they will go sign the player and not do anything you know or they will go sign the player and they are unable to do anything so it's more important for you just not to sign the player but for the player to first come into the market and let people know who the player is so i found one particular deal that you got for indian gymnast meghna reddy with mattel toys the makers of barbie dolls quite interesting can you tell me about it so in the us they make a barbie doll based on serena williams in india they don't so that is where it came in and i was like wow and i went with just not uh, meghna i went with four five different athletes i went with sushila chadu as well so i pitched to metal toys and barbie they agreed so their tagline was you can be anything you can be a chef you can be a gymnast you can be a stand up comedian you can be whoever you want to so they they held their own inner competition and there was this young girl who wanted to learn uh gymnastics and things like that and we got meghna involved that truly for me was iconic because right. that would change the perception of people yeah like earlier the perception was that oh if you have a doll you have to be a fashion stylist or you have to be blah blah and i think i connected with the right people in that company that was one of the most honest satisfying deals that i've worked that's amazing you could just think i'm not saying like it will happen or all the ideas will come fruitful just have to think a little different see what happens is if today you don't go out and do something different if it works out for you everyone will put a, a, a case study saying wow right. you know pranav did such a nice thing wow this is an example and when you fail these are people who will who will just get back saying oh he failed at it he's not even good at it and things like that the thing is for me that background music doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the biggest sports agent in india or what mr xyz thinks of me and my work and it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad i judge it 
for my this thing that did I give hundred percent? If I didn't, I feel that it and I'll go go for something else. And uh, and usually, like if you give it your all, it happens, man. Can you also please talk about Sumit Rathi, your client who plays for ATK Mohan Bagan in the Indian Super League and is also in India under twenty player. He also, I believe, won the. emerging player of the league in the ISL in 2019-20 when i found sumit nobody knew sumit like nobody they just knew there is some boy who's trying this that when he was a young player and i and the thing is when i met him no his commitment and his hard work i was totally uh, taken by because he's he's one of the most humble hard working players i have ever come across i've come across a lot of young talent i've worked with but he is committed you bring him down he will fight back like he is a guy who will consciously grow he didn't get to play a lot but that does not stop him from saying no no i'm going to do better one thing that i've come to realize while working in the sports industry myself is that talent alone is not enough right you there are so many other things that come into play you need to have the right kind of mentality you need to have the right kind of discipline and the attitude towards the sport and and that is what makes or breaks a player's career there are so many cases of extremely talented players who've gone out of the picture too early because of a lack of discipline and lack of focus or various other reasons and then there are these other players who might not be as talented as these guys but because of the sheer amount of work that they put in and the kind of work ethic that they have they've made it to the top you can be very talented and if you don't have discipline then what's the point if people ask me today sometimes you know did you see him become the emerging player did you see that he will play for etk and things like that yes i did know because at the body language of sumit i always always felt if this guy gets a chance no he will really do well so it was just about that chance and when when he got that chance there's like he proved himself that that credit that he gets is nobody but himself so while you've had a lot of success in signing top athletes and getting them deals i'm sure there must have been a few misses right Can you name one athlete that you almost signed but missed? Himadas. If you remember that I told you that I had those six months when I did research. So that time Himadas was the grassroots category, right. the younger category that people don't know about. I knew her. I got in touch somehow. I went to a Sam. I caught hold of her. Had a good conversation. Uh, met her parents. This is in 2017. It was a very humbling experience for me. It was very eye-opening as well because she comes from very humble background. Very difficult times for her to make it and do things. I was like, I'll wait. One day I will sign or figure out something. My thing was. She's here only. Yeah, tomorrow I will reach there and get a contract and sign her. And maybe I tracked her two years back. By then, it's not only me in the market who's reading and doing research on it, right? So there were other agencies in the last six months who were also in touch with her before she went for that competition. I remember I spoken to her and I was like, if she does really well, when she comes back, I'll seal the deal. Because she won, and India went crazy as India always does. Suddenly, she's an overnight star. So honestly, for me, I thought yes, she will win, and but. the type of response and how overwhelming it was it was just like crazy and then i told you i had a heartbreak so i think when that happened is yeah the people who ever used their right chances and their opportunity and they reached and they signed her and uh, 
and I never got to work with her. What do you think about the Indian football ecosystem? How do you think we can improve both on field and off field? There is enough talent in India and I think the entire society has a role to play in this. Like I work in the northeast over there the community bond is so strong. If there's a under 10 league going on, you will see 2000 people watching the league under 10. Right. So our grassroots have to go on the right track. Uh, as a whole society, people have to now go and support. If you support that grassroots star, that kid will go ahead and play for India. So it's very easy to sit and say, "Oh, India doesn't do well in football. Like India doesn't do well. What have you uh, done to support the grassroots?" Huh? Have you gone for a game where there is an under 13 I League game or under 15 I League game? No. It's very easy for you to sit and say, "Oh, India should do well and blah blah blah." You should go and support that community. You should go and support those footballers. Let right. them feel that this is a realistic dream. Let right. them feel that this is a profession. It's it's nice when people say, "Okay, cricket does well." The cricket does well also because there's so much fan pressure. Tomorrow they land up doing one thing. like there's so much pressure that they can't like you know so i think that will also come in football so that was abhishek sharma co-founder and ceo of sports agency athletes today thank you so much for listening to the show this week if you're not already a subscriber please do subscribe wherever you get your podcast You can check out video clips from the show and other great content on Art of Jugard's Instagram page and YouTube channel. You can also follow me Pranav Manichaneswami on LinkedIn and you can write to us by email to pranav@vilesports.com. I'm Pranav Manichaneswami and you've been listening to The Art of Jugard.